As I get set up, I hope you all got a plenty of sleep and drank your coffee because I've got a history lesson for you. If you're feeling tired, if you fall asleep, I don't blame you. <laughs> all right. Obviously, the title of the sermon is How God Uses People, but that's not necessarily the whole thing. We decided to go a little further and go through the generations. Uh, in the beginning, before... Can you hear me now? You're right there. Is this better? Should I say what I said again? Okay. Anywho. In the beginning, there was Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Three, each three different generation. And in the beginning, it was Abraham. Abraham originally lived in a kind of desolate town with his father, and his father owned an idol shop. And his father worshipped the idols, as did most people in the town. And before Abraham was Abraham, his first original name was Abram. And so one day as a child, he was tending his father's shop and decided to take a hammer and smash most of the idols. After doing so, he left one idol standing and put the hammer in its hand. When his father came back, he asked, what happened to my shop? And so Abram responded with, this idol took the hammer and smashed all of them. And his father said, that, that can't be it. These idols are lifeless. And so Abram responded with, then why do you worship them? And throughout this time, Abram had been thinking to himself, there is only one true power. And although he didn't quite have a name for it, he knew that there was a power calling to him. Later, he would know that this power would be, his name was God. And so later on in his life, God told him to leave his hometown and wander in the land of Canaan. And as soon as he got there, he encountered a famine. And before I continue, most of these were tests that God was putting him through to make sure he was worthy of his love and strength. And when he went along, he took his wife, Sarai. And when he got there, a few of Pharaoh's servants were, excuse me, were scouting the land. Yes, I'm trying. I'm nervous. <laughs> A few of Pharaoh's scouts were scouting the land and saw Sarai and saw her beauty. So they took her and took her to Pharaoh. And Abram waited and in time got Sarai back. And later, Abram, and as he is going through these tests, God has given him the name Abraham. There was a meaning to it that I can't remember. My apologies. And while he is waiting, Abraham faces incredible odds in the battle of four and five kings. Wish I would have done a little more research on that to give a little more details. My bad again. <laughs> I'm being honest. All right. Um, after being unable to bear children with Sarai, he marries Hagar, her maidservant, and bears Ishmael, one of his children. You know what? He has Ishmael. <laughs> and so after having Ishmael, God tells him to circumcise himself, and he listens, hence furthering the trust between the, those two. And after this, King Gerar captures Sarai with intentions for taking her for himself. And yet again, with time, Abraham gets her back. And again, God talks to, or this time God talks to Hagar and sends her away with with her child. 
and after a while, that child, Ishmael, becomes estranged and is forced to wander. And for the final test, God, has, God tells Abraham to have a child with Sarah. Of course, Abraham is iffy about this. They're old. Abraham's 100. Sarah's 90. He questions it for a bit, but she buries Isaac. And God tells him to sacrifice Isaac. But of course, before he actually does, he sends an angel to stop him. And after going through all ten of these tests, God says, this land that you walk upon shall become your descendants' lands, and you shall become an ever-known name. And with Isaac, he was kind of part of Abraham's story with the child sacrifice. And then when we get to Jacob, the third generation, he is the child of Isaac. And, well, Isaac had two kids. He had Jacob and Esau. Esau was Isaac's favorite, but Jacob was Rebekah's favorite. Rebekah was Isaac's wife. And among the two, Jacob was the more spiritual one. And Esau saw little to no favoritism in holding the spiritual birthright. And so within this, Esau then sold his birthright to Jacob for, his, for some stew, for he was hungry and didn't have a good hunt that day. And later on, as Isaac was growing old, Rebekah tricked him to giving his blessing to, I, to Jacob instead of Esau, the older brother. Esau became angry that, one, he had sold his birthright to Jacob, and that Jacob got the blessing in the first place. So Isaac saw that he was angry and fled to live with his uncle. And as he lived and worked with his uncle, he fell in love with Rachel. And so he planned to marry Rachel, but was then deceived to marry Leah. Ended up marrying Rachel regardless. And then the two sisters had him marry their maidservants. And in this process, he married or received 12, 12 children. One of And these children have gone down through the ages and spread this now-known religion of Judaism. And Judaism, I saw while doing some research, was actually seemingly the base for every other religion we have for today. This is not the time to be criticizing. I'm just trying to clarify. Yes, I know. Thank you for trying to help. Anywho. Uh, within this time, through the generations, we have gotten Christianity, what we are, Muslims, in the, in the Eastern Hemisphere, and obviously Judaism. And through, through the generations, as I'm sure you all know, think our religion has gone through many, many changes. In the beginning, we went through a lot of trial and error, had to rewrite rules and whatnot. And then through today, we have our current set rules and God's different callings, which... Tyler is going to try and describe for us. Yes, it's your turn. Oh, you already switched it for me. Thank you. All right, so hey everyone, I'm Tyler, you probably all know me. Anyway, so Lewis, he went and talked about all of like the Old Testament leading up to like. So Lewis, whoa, <laughs> Mike's got some oomph. 
So Lewis went and talked about all of like the like the Old Testament stuff and about how God like chose these people to like bring about his word and build up the not really the early church, but the early church. Um I'm gonna talk about some New Testament stuff and how God can call people who wouldn't even think to do what he wants to happen. And I'm gonna start off I'm gonna start off with Jesus' origin story. So, like, it was just like, okay, I don't really have a good, like, okay. Thanks. <laughs> so, Jesus' parents were just kind of like two nobodies. There was some random carpenter, and uh, I don't know what Mary was. But, like, they weren't, like, super famous or anything. Like, they weren't rich, they weren't well-off, they weren't church leaders, they, they just were. And then God sends an angel and is like, you're going you're gonna to have my son, basically. And I think that's really crazy. And uh, it even continues with, like, I wanted to talk about the disciples, because... Jesus didn't choose a bunch of, like, well-off, fancy, well-to-do people. He went and he got, like, people from all different walks of life. It was, like, fishermen, and I think there was tax collectors, and maybe farmers. That sounds right. <sighs> and then I have one more New Testament guy who, like, you wouldn't expect to be, but he, like, was one of the, like, big leaders. This is Paul. And I refer to him as Saul Paul, because there's like four Pauls, and it's just easier that way. So Saul Paul was originally called Saul, and he was a persecutor of Christians. He would, I think there's stories of him holding coats for people while they stoned Christians. And so he's just kind of going from town, one town to another, and he's on the road. And all of a sudden, I think this was the one where he got a big flash and he was blinded. And... God was just like, well, why are you doing this? You should be, like, doing what I want you to do. And so, that's what he did, and he became one of the most important leaders in the early Christian church. Anyway, so the point, the moral of my speech, again, is it's not a super long speech, but my moral of my speech is God can call you to do great things. You don't have to be, like, some kind of, like, rich person or, like, Super genius. Just be random, ordinary people. I'm not going to do the mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, on to David with uh, his story. Probably that one. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my own personal story on how God tried to use me, but it didn't really work out. So when I was in IYC, which was International Youth Convention, our youth group was walking from our youth group was walking from our hotel to a restaurant when I noticed a man that was sitting on the sidewalk, and he appeared to be homeless. Um, and that's when God called me to help him by praying for him or and giving him some food or a few bucks, which I didn't do because well. I was afraid to. As I look back on this, I should have helped him because, well, God called me to do it. And even just five bucks or a meal um, 
or even just a prayer could have changed his day or his life. My challenge for you this week is to find out what God is calling you to do and do it, unlike what I did in IYC, by just ignoring it and walking away. It takes courage to stand up in front of people and, uh, and to tell the stories that you've learned through your research or to try to summarize all of the Old or New Testaments or even to tell your own personal story of how God spoke to you. Um, that's hard for a lot of people even to put into words, let alone to share with anybody else, let alone to share in front of lots of people. Uh, so well done to the three of you for, for uh, taking the risk of doing this this day. Um, I, I, I think you caught the message, the, the message that wove through each of the three of their, of, of their communications today um, that, that God uses or calls. We kind of, yesterday we were thinking, oh, uses kind of sounds weird, right? God doesn't use people like people use people, uh, but God calls people to serve and to, and to uh, give themselves in lots of different ways. Um, that, that's a good message for us to remember. Uh, so thank you guys for presenting that to us.